Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, hey, what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's the one and only Miss B, Queen B, back for episode 11 of the Tea with Queen B. Hey, friends. Hey, guys. I miss you all so, so much. I truly apologize for not recording an episode last week. There was so much going on. If you listened to the episode a few weeks ago, it was pretty much just a rant of black voice frustration and not having a guided way to just be like y'all got us fucked up and I didn't have a format I didn't have a formula I didn't have any type of structure I was just like I have to get my words out into the universe so it was a little bit crazy and to be honest I didn't know how to follow up because we were all like knee deep in protesting and social media was going crazy with the movement and people having differences of opinion and now that uh we're you know about two weeks out from the thick of it all things are kind of uh not dying down but we're kind of getting to a place where We are asking the right questions and we're demanding the correct things and we have turned over to the peaceful side of protesting and having our voices heard and just, you know, find some alliance to, you know, help us get the justice and the reform that we seek. And I saw I saw a few things during this two weeks of protesting There were pros and cons to everything that I was seeing. Um, I'm glad that the conversation is out in so many areas, so many countries, states across the globe. People have been protesting and making their voices heard. And it's about time that we get on a more unified front to basically make things happen. So I was glad to see, you know, in London and, you know, even people in China were speaking about it because it's something that not only us in America had to deal with. And I think that people forget that in other countries and other places across the world, uh, across the world, they had to deal with servitude and um, indentured servants, which is basically another form of slavery. And... And we're not the only ones in the struggle and the only ones that feel that hurt and that pain just from being um, demarginalized and also um, just being seen as lesser than and criminals and being seen as the minority. So I'm really glad that um, the conversations are a little bit more controlled in that People are just asking, what do we do next? And I think that's a really important conversation to have right now. Now, also, um, on the other side of that, you've seen immense bigotry come out of 
this entire situation and not that racism is something that we don't deal with especially um being a person of color something that we don't deal with all the time but to see people so adamant about how racism doesn't really exist and saying that we as black people have all the same opportunities and things like that the conversation has to come up with non-black people that something has to give and you know I saw a few videos of the younger children just trying to educate some of these people with these you know hard hit mindsets that they're tired of hearing about Black Lives Matter and you know that this is not their issue and whatever but it's really in it's an all of us issue and the All Lives Matter movement is absolutely ridiculous you know all lives can't matter until black lives matter we're a part of that movement and until non-black people understand that and understand exactly what privilege and racism is we're not going to get to the bottom of it because you have to understand the ignorance here that a lot of these white folks don't even realize that they're being racist when they're being racist and just because you're not holding a pitchfork wearing a white cape over your head and using the word nigger does not mean that you are um immune to being a part of that group that can be racist even if you don't mean it so the conversation has shifted from anger to trying to come together and you know figure out what's the next step and I'm certainly glad for that um locally uh here in DC Maryland Virginia area we saw the whole Black Lives Matter being painted on the streets Mayor Bowser you know she was basically putting a middle finger up to Trump and saying F you I, I the debate is still out on that on both sides you know a lot of people see it as you know this is saying like we're here and this movement isn't going anywhere and on the other side it's basically like well what does this solve what does this prove what does this help and you know maybe that money that was allocated to you know have such a large body of work done on city streets could have been used in other ways so Right now, there's so much debate on social media. I really had to just step back and go into my little hermit hole, watch some funny shit. I've been watching Disney Plus, Smart Guy, Proud Family. I need to laugh. I need to feel some nostalgia. It's not that I'm running away from what's going on and that I'm not a part of it, that I'm not connected to it because I totally am, but to encounter that all day every day in everywhere you look everywhere you turn it's you know someone arguing or you know ranting even even now in the time of George Floyd's death up until this very moment we have had several other people Rayshard Brooks gunned down in Atlanta there's rioting going on there we had Malcolm Harch who was lynched and they tried to name it a suicide black people do not hang themselves from trees okay we are not singing blood on the leaves over our own fucking lives so that's bullshit so it's really hard to answer the question you know is this effective what is this helping because even still now we have 
non-black people and law enforcement spitting in our faces, basically saying, we don't give a damn about your movement and we're going to continue to kill you. So there's a lot of back and forth and, oh boy, it's just a mess. I implore you all, if you're listening, (laughs) get off of social media, even just for 24 hours, get off of social media, do some meditating. I don't know if you got your crystals, pray, like I said, watch something funny on TV, dive in with your kids, all of that, because you will go down the rabbit hole like I did. I went down the rabbit hole one day and just YouTube documentary after documentary, writing down facts of this and that. And it, it, it was exhausting. It was literally exhausting. So again, um, there are a lot of ways that we can make our voices heard, you know, by continuing to get out there and vote and um, get behind some lawmakers who are about equality and just changing the narrative because we're all tired. We're really tired and not tired from a standpoint of hearing about it, but tired of, you know, nothing being effective. So, um, again, continue to do your research, get your facts straight, make sure that you're in it for all the right reasons and you're not just trying to like go loot Gucci because that was tacky on so many levels. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up talking about all of the, the down, down, down things because we have a long way to go before we get anywhere we need to be. And these conversations are going to be something that we continue to have to have. So I hope that everyone is being safe. Again, COVID is still a real thing. If you're out there protesting, make sure that you're protecting yourself. And again, that we continue to educate as many people as we can about what steps we need to take to move forward. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. All right, y'all, diving back on in into some structure because it was a little jacked up last week, couple weeks. Diving back in is, of course, our little segment where we do some history and what happened on this week in history, some birthdays, all that good stuff. We're going to kick it off with Ice Cube. He celebrated a birthday on June 15th. Woo-woo! Insert applause. I love Ice Cube. I love the evolution of Ice Cube. I love how he, you know, him and uh, Snoop Dogg kind of favored to me in terms of their journey from this gangster rap hardcore in some people's eyes negative light to move on you know crossover genres and audiences and now I mean he's like a childhood actor you know like are we there yet you know he's just acted for so long and now he's a he's an older man he has He's very um, pro-black. You know, he didn't even go on Good Morning America when all the protesting was happening because, you know, he was basically like, he sent out a tweet and was saying, you know, I don't feel like telling America good morning this morning. And I appreciated him for, you know, staying in his stance and saying, you know, no, like this is, I'm going to do what I can to show how upset I am over what's going on for my people. So, shout out to him. Happy birthday. His real name was like O'Shea or something like that. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And his son, who I believe is O'Shea, looks exactly like him. Anyway, happy birthday, Ice Cube. I love you. 
Anyway, um, also this week in history, on June 15th, 1921, Bessie Coleman was the first woman of any color to receive her pilot's license. And that's such an amazing milestone and hurdle to overcome, especially in the 20s where a lot of women were just seen as, you know, flapper girls and burlesque and, you know, they were just basically there for entertainment. So for her to take on such a feat was really a lot for her in that time. And for her to be a black woman was even more of a feat that she was even allowed to pursue that dream of hers. So it was definitely a win. Also, uh, this week in history, 1963, June 12th, Medgar Evers was killed in front of his home. And for those who don't know, Medgar Evers was a really, um, active part of the civil rights movement. He was a huge activist and, you know, it's really sad that we're not surprised to hear that because even now a lot of the whistleblowers and, um, activists these days go up come up missing and pass on and all of that recently uh, I don't know if you all heard about it her name forgive me if I butcher it Oluwatoyan Salal a 19 year old activist was found dead after making a video about being sexually assaulted I'm still gaining some knowledge about what happened, how it happened. She was only 19 years old. Apparently, she had reported that she had been sexually assaulted only two days before um, people had uh, reported her missing and she was found dead. And again, it's just the most heartbreaking thing that you want to have a voice for your people and for the side of right and you have to be concerned about you know is your life in jeopardy can you walk the streets without watching your back and watching what you say on social media and just like trying to censor your own life around other people's feelings it's fucking ridiculous but much love and light to her family I'm sure they're going through a lot to lose such a young life and um I hope they get to the bottom of it and find out who did that to her because that was really sad. So, I mean, from 1963, which again wasn't that long ago, even till now, our voices are trying to be stopped at every corner. So we need to continue to make our voices heard in any way that we can. All right, moving on. So this week... There was so much. I mean, people are out now. People are like, fuck COVID. I don't know what happened to the Ronas. I haven't heard any specific numbers. I mean, we went from showing daily numbers of people infected and dying and all this to now you're hearing that there's a spike or a drop. There's no legitimate numbers out there. Testing has increased. It has increased. Um, tenfold at fire stations and now they got antibody tests and every other day something that we heard a month ago is not the same as today I do not damn know okay I'm gonna just keep my mask on wherever I gotta go and tread lightly I'm still in the house for the most part my sister comes over here I go over there 
that's pretty much it. I did go to a cute little hotel um function and I basically just wanted to wear a really cute outfit because I haven't put on real clothes in a long time. Which you all all know I'm struggling a little bit with my quarantine LBs. I'm struggling with the weight a little bit. So I, <laughs> I'm not in any rush to get back to anybody's job and have to put on real clothes. I mean, it is real. I was just talking to my sister saying, for those of us, me included, who have been home you know, straight kicking back for now three months. My last day of work was March 21st. So it'll be three solid months that I have not been to work in this coming week, which is just absolutely crazy to me. Please, if you are an employer, are you the head honcho? Are you the boss? Can you give us all a week before we have to go back to work? Let me know so I could put my body back on some sort of clock because I literally go to sleep every night or every morning, I shall say, at around 4 a.m. It's absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea why I'm up watching cartoons or whatever I don't even know what I'm doing up that late but my body just is so bored throughout the day that I go to sleep whenever I want to I wake up whenever I want to so please give us like a week in advance so I can get some shit in order because I'm discombobulated need to do a little Kanye's workout plan or something immediately (laughs) It's getting bad, y'all. But I know that I'm not in this boat alone, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Also, this week in, like, gossip news, B. Simone, don't know if you all know who she is, but she's a, I would say, up-and-coming comedian. She's been on Wildin' Out a few times, and she apparently raps, which I didn't know that. I found that out when she, like, dropped some verse or whatever, but... When I say the girls have dragged this woman for blood this week. So, back up. B. Simone made a comment on Nick Cannon's radio show that she could not date a 9-to-5 man. That her lifestyle was complicated and that she couldn't date someone with a 9-to-5 job because they couldn't understand her. And when I tell y'all they read her for filth, honey, they read her for filth. They canceled B. Simone quicker than they did R. Kelly. Let that sizzle in your spirit, bitches. I mean, I understood both sides of it because not even a year ago, B. Simone was on the hustle to earn a million dollars. And I was so here for her journey. And now... On top of her making this statement about this nine to five nigga, now it comes out that some of her book has been plagiarized, that some of the things, I guess she had some book about becoming a better you or some shit. And there are like checklists and like bullet point questions that are literally someone else's work in her book. Straight up plagiarism. And I have heard a few rumors that some of her uh, makeup line is basically just wholesale beauty shit from like China. But that's pretty much everybody. I'm not knocking what the woman said. She she later came back to clear up what I guess she meant. And was just saying that 
she basically needed an entrepreneur who understood the hustle and the grind and maybe the unorthodox way about um, the path that you were on to make that money and reach that goal. And I think that it ruffles so many feathers because how can you say that someone with a nine to five doesn't grind, doesn't hustle, doesn't take their work home with them? There are people who are teleworking right now who are up at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I know for a fact that the upper management at my job is up at four o'clock every morning, checking emails, doing what they have to do. They fly out when they need to. So I think for her to make that statement, people associated it with the money aspect and the monetary um, side to it, you know, basically automatically saying that this nine to five nigga can't give me what I can give myself and I need a hood nigga that's on his grind that's going to chase this bag like me. And the thing about it that really tickled me is that if you follow B. Simone and listen to any of her shit, she loves a hood ass nigga. What are you surprised about? Did you think that she was going to get on a video and ask to date a lawyer or a fucking doctor? No, she liked them hood ass niggas. So you basically just got one there and said, I need a hood nigga with money. I'm sorry. I don't want you to come to me with a hundred thousand dollars and you don't have a 401k. That money doesn't mean anything to me. You have to have like a goal in mind. So I saw both sides. A lot of people have canceled her. She has come back on and put up a video about how, other people uh, helped her with her book and this and that and the third. And a little bit of it, I'm just like, stop what you're doing right now. Full stop. Because if you're the CEO and you're the boss and you're the bad bitch that you claim, those are the T's and I's that you should dot and cross before you sign your name on a fucking dotted line of something being published that you intend to make money off of fact checking source checking all of that is the number one rule in journalism and all of that shit like make sure your shit is airtight period and even if we develop our ideas from something that we've seen and draw inspiration from it there is Always a way to incorporate a little bit of yourself. And even if people were helping you with said project, you didn't read through that. I mean, it should feel like you, you know, not just like you're trying to make a dollar. I heard it wasn't even no staples in the book. Lord have mercy. But (laughs) neither here nor there. Y'all drag B. Simone for blood. I still like B. Simone. I don't have anything against her. Those are her feelings. She felt how she felt. And I'm pretty sure that there there is some man out there who is going to take that in and completely understand. If Nicki Minaj would have said that same thing, y'all all would have understood because she's quote unquote Nicki Minaj. If B. Simone sees her in herself in that light and that's what she deserves, then you let her go get that. Sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other side. So... Woo, y'all were so mean. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh my God. I don't know if I ever want to be that famous where every little nook and cranny of things that I say get all discombobulated. I can't, I, I, I got time for that. Today is 
um, what's today, y'all? Tuesday. So yesterday, recording, I was going to record, but of course, uh, across the country, it seems like no one's cell phone service was working. T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon was reporting problems all across the board. And I was like, this is scary as fuck because I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend about how I was in Target. I was real bored. Target pause sidebar target is the new mall y'all target slash walmart is the new mall we have nowhere to go i went to target the other day to like get you know deodorant and like toiletries and things like that and like i walked past the clothing section and it was empty boots there was nothing over there. The bathing suits had been ran through. Literally, there weren't even bras and stuff over there. I'm like, damn, either y'all are really, really bored or this is honestly the only place that everyone can go to get what they need to get. There is no Ross, no TJ uh, Maxx. None of that is open unless you're going, I guess, further out to like Virginia. But right here where I'm at in PG County, Maryland, you're not doing anything but going to Target or Walmart. And even when you go to Walmart, everything, look, y'all, everybody in their grandmama right now is on unemployment. Right now, the unemployment is looking sweet, okay? You're talking about basically making double what you make in a two-week period. That is not the case for everyone before a lot of people. Unemployment has been a nice cushion for them to get on their feet. It is a blessing if you have missed nothing during this pandemic but everybody wants to fix up their house the home section is fucking empty as fuck there i mean you could barely i bought i needed a vacuum cleaner you could barely find a vacuum cleaner in the fucking walmart like okay get your life i've been seeing new tags all over the place new tags new tags new tags y'all all at the auction Whatever, spend your unemployment money however you see fit. But when I go to the damn Target, I need to be able to buy the things that I need for my damn house. I still haven't found a can of Lysol. Thank goodness I have um one here and I've been going to like little places like Family Dollar where I can buy a gallon of awesome and things to clean with. So I haven't been lacking in that area, but baby <laughs> Y'all is running up a chizek, okay? But yeah, anyway, all of the cell phones and things like that were down. And I was in Target and I was looking at some walkie-talkies. And I was like, call my girl. And I'm like, babe, we should invest in walkie-talkies. And she was like, you sound crazy. I'm like, these work up to 26 miles apart. (laughs) She works in the city. I could be home. Literally, if anything was to pop off. Y'all, I don't know if y'all remember a few years ago, there was like an earthquake, a little mini earthquake that happened in Maryland, Virginia. I was home. I had had knee surgery. I think it was like 2011 or something like that. And literally, I could feel the whole house shake. And as soon as it happened, cell phone service was out across the entire DMV. And I would want to have access to someone that can hear me, that can help me, that I can say, this is where I am. And you know what? I'm going back to Target to buy those walkie-talkies. Because she said I was crazy. But this incident right here just showed me 
that I wasn't crazy. Walkie talkies, here I come. Hopefully, it's not too many of y'all listening uh, this week. Uh, you know, uh, that that was double negative. But not too many of y'all going to take heed to my advice to go get some walkie talkies. Because there were only three left when I went. My boo thought I was crazy, but there were literally people who could not call out, who could not um, intercept phone calls or any of that shit. And it just makes you think like we don't have landlines anymore. I mean, if something were to happen, your landline would probably at least still work. But we don't even have landlines anymore. My mom still has a landline in her house. And when I hear her regular phone ringing in the back, I'm like, oh, it must be a telemarketer or <laughs> something like that I don't know but y'all be careful of course the conspiracy theorists just went ham talking about 5g and how they are putting up towers and they're merging all this I don't know but all I know is that when it all goes down all falls down insert Kanye when it all falls down I will have my motherfucking walkie-talkie what channel will you be on (laughs) oh hell this week, I also saw a lot of us getting a lot more lax with our traveling. I have seen several of my own friends on my timeline on flights and, and it look throwing up my fist more power to you I'm not really ready for any of that major travel but baby when I say my friends was prepared honey had on the hazmat suit from the Ruta to the Tuta <laughs> mask I mean she looked like she was about to go dissemble a bomb okay for real so if you are traveling be safe um get them flights while you can no no shade because if I had the courage I should say to get on a flight right now I would love to be like on someone's beach or something like that but the numbers are still playing games with us we really at this point y'all realize we really don't know what the fuck is going on we don't know the the narrative shifted to Black Lives Matter and justice and everything with Corona just like went out the window. I'm still wearing my mask. I still got my fresh mask, all of that. I um, replenish them all the time because they actually sell them at the corner store. If y'all looking for those masks, they even have masks at Target now that you can buy a little cloth mask. This is going to be the way of the world. So stock up on your mask because I honestly feel like for the next year, we'll all be wearing freaking masks. And for the people that went back to work, I feel kind of bad for them because uh, some of them were just talking about how hard it is to wear a mask for, you know, seven, eight hours a day and how they just love taking those last free breaths before they have to literally be in a mask all day long. Shit's crazy. But things are turning they're going to have to the country's not going to lose but so much money so get ready get ready get ready i am not ready i'm gonna just tell y'all that right now i'm not ready but (sighs) it's money to be made things to buy and sell commerce to be had 
And don't get me wrong, because uh, black business is popping right now. I've been spending money on black businesses left and right. I bought some crystals. I've bought some infused things. I've bought some clothing. I've, I've stretched myself thin across the diaspora, okay? I've done my BLM duty. I have funneled in dollars. I have contributed to some causes and some organizations and all of that good stuff. So I feel like my deeds are done, okay? Of course, y'all know we got to highlight a business every week. This week, again, is no exception. A near and dear friend of mine. I say that all the time because I'm always thinking about the people that are closest to me that I want to see win and have the exposure that they so deserve. So this week, we have a company by the name of Weed, which is O-U-I apostrophe D. Play on words. You like it, right? But the company basically provides um, all of your canna products that you need to cook with, canna oil, canna honey, canna butter. I've tried out these products. They are absolutely amazing. This is a black-owned and run business, and I really see them doing huge things. So definitely follow them on Instagram. The Instagram is O-U-I-D three underscores, O-U-I-D triple underscore, um, the food that I've seen on the page is absolutely amazing. But um, the can of honey, y'all, my God, it is so good. I'm just looking for things to drizzle it on in the house because it just tastes so good. I can't taste the THC in it or anything, but it definitely has a kick. The company is just looking to have a more controlled um, handle on you know, the canon industry, as far as materials go, they're looking to really expand into all things, um, cannabis related, related that you can incorporate into food. So I see them doing really, really big things. Y'all look forward in the future to having a live podcast. We're going to do a live episode where it's going to be basically all things weed. We're going to be talking about the laws and how they changed. And definitely Key, who is the owner of the company, will be kicking it with us for that with all of her weed products. So again, follow them. You want to get on the wave before they get too big for their britches because I see it happening. I am so excited for them. Um, I think that might be it for this week. Of course, we could talk about a million other things because there's so much to be said right now so much work to be done I know a lot of us are going back to work make sure that you're just maintaining your social distancing and keeping safe I am not back to work yet so I'm kicking it here with y'all for another week again like I told you all I love hearing from you hit me up anytime in the inbox queenbtpodcast at gmail.com that's queen the letter b t-e-a podcast at gmail.com I can't wait to be back with y'all next week I miss y'all so much sending y'all much love and light bye